What is up, guys? And welcome to episode... This is six now, right, Pat? Yeah, number six. Episode six of On Thin Ice. I'm here with my friend Patrick. Hi. And we're going to have a little challenge in the beginning. It's not really a challenge. It's not it's much really of a challenge, but like I'm going to have him smell some smelling salts to amp him up. I haven't, I, oh, I haven't done this since I was at least 20. Woo! Oh! <coughs> actually, it's not as bad as I thought, actually. <laughs> I might buy these, actually. Dude, they're like 10 bucks on Amazon for a pack of, like, Woo! 25 Oh, that's good shit. Yeah. Wakes I just right bought some of that on Amazon, too. <laughs> oh. Ooh, I love that smell. But. Okay, let's fucking ride. You know what? Let's for fucking a, ride, kid. Yeah, let's fucking go. Um, for a boring week. I mean, Bruins, for, game, Bruins I games mean, canceled. For, Sabres lose more. Okay, we'll get to that. For a boring week, we did fucking have some really interesting news today. Yeah, and this all happened within the last, what, 48 hours? Dude's fucking. Dude's a fucking idiot. You know what though? Okay, just to let you, just to our Gong elaborate. Show week is now. Yeah, we're 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 running off with the Gong Show. Tim Peel fired by the NHL for hot mic controversy. I put down. He's a referee. He's a referee. He said on a, on a hot mic got caught. I just needed to give Nashville a fucking penalty or something like that. Yeah, just, he goes. He goes. Sorry, I know it wasn't much, but I just wanted to give uh, Nashville a fucking penalty right there. And. You have a different opinion than I do. I'm sure it happens frequently. But, like, Jesus Christ, dude, there's mics everywhere. You can't just say shit. Yeah, I think he's dumb for saying it. But I'll be damned if I if if no other ref has said it. A hundred percent it's had. What's his name said it before? Fucking who's the dude that was on Chicklets? Carrie Fraser? Yeah, he said it before. Like, he's like, don't fuck with me. Like, yeah, it's what happens, like. Like, I like I've literally seen a referee, it was fanuffing somebody, and he literally goes, that's it, fuck you two, and he just gave him two minutes. Yeah. Like, it, it we gotta remember refs are people with emotions eh. and not robots. So, somebody on that natural bench pissed him off either earlier in the game, during, you know, bef- right after warm-ups, or the game before. I genuinely don't even know what the fuck the penalty was. I don't... It was probably like a lazy slash. Yeah, maybe. I mean... And like you said, it wasn't much, so it was probably a, a a bad call. But that's what we can say on all these bad calls now. That's what that's what's gonna happen. That's gonna be the downfall. Well, that's a, I don't know who the fuck is Nashville's coach. Laviolette got fired. Yeah, I don't know who it is. But I, uh, he's pissed. Obviously, he's pissed because now you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah, and now everyone's gonna be questioning every bad call. Was that was that because it's my team? Right. Who knows? Maybe that's why the Sabers have lost fourteen in a row. Wait. 15 tonight, yeah, it's 14 in a row. 14 as of recording. History in the making tonight. We're big time. Like I said, dude, so proud of that team. Like, I never thought they could do it. Like, but, you know, they're proving all his fans wrong. Like, <laughs> just putting in maximum effort. <laughs> the Pagulas are building a winning, like, culture franchise. Like, dude, we're a dynasty. All right, can we can can we can we get this part over with? Because this seems to be the weekly Sabres. No, no, no. Week. We've only talked about Tim Peel for like two minutes. Like, yeah, but I feel like, like there's the, more we got to divulge about him. I mean, the guy's been there. Where? Tim Peel. He's been around the league. Like, not yeah, just as but a... you know what? I, I know Wes McCauley's done this before, but he's not dumb enough to go up to a bunch of officials and be like, yeah, sorry, dude, definitely wanted to do that. Like, what the fuck, man? I mean, I'm the first one to say I hate Wes McCauley. <laughs> I like Wes McCauley. I think his... I appreciate him. I, he, I think he's a good ref. I'll say that. I don't like the jokes. Oh, I think he's, I think that's the best part. That, see, to me, that's just 
the worst part because I'm just like, dude, it wasn't even funny and hockey fans are going nuts because he had another sound bite. Five minutes for fighting. Stupid. Hardo. I don't give a fuck. He's the worst. He's, I don't know if he's the worst. He's the... He was he's by far the corniest ref in the NHL, and that's why I hate him. What's his name was my favorite ref? Who's the dude with the Fu Manchu? Oh shit. He's fucking great. He's great. Uh, you'll know his name as soon as I, I, I think of it. Like Fu Manchu. I, he was a fucking legend. Yeah. Okay, apparently. Um but like, let's face it, the best NHL referee of all time is also known for the worst call of all time. The worst non call of all time, and that's Carrie Frazier. Oh, the Gretzky one? The Gretzky yeah. high sticking that he missed? Uh, I mean... Bill McCreary. He would... I think... Bill McCreary the, was the ref's name. Oh, yeah. yeah he was a great ref. Um, I think... And I just going back, in, you know, what was it, 92? You know what's weird, though? I never thought that was a penalty, like a follow-through. I didn't know that was a penalty. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, the follow-through is a penalty. Huh. The, uh, I honestly think the... NHL refs in the late 80s, early 90s were told, don't give Gretzky penalties. I mean, it's plausible. I don't. I, I wouldn't say it's fucking crazy to think that. Yeah, because, like, Gretzky is was the man. He won him on, all, on the ice at all times, making plays, making moves. Right, and that's like, that's like they said, what's his name, Wilson, when he just got sussied. If he did that to McDavid, he'd be out half a season. Yeah. 100%. Or Crosby. Right, right. You Crosby, know? McDavid, those guys, yeah. Yeah. 100%. You know, lucky for Brandon Carlo. Uh, lucky for, wow, lucky Tom for Wilson. Tom Wilson, it was on Brandon Carlo, but still. I mean, speaking of Tom Wilson, dude, the Caps didn't lose a fucking game when he was gone. No. Then they played the Rangers and they lost. I mean, I'm not saying he's big, reason big, for it. Big, no, big dub for the Rangers. Though. Big dub for the Rangers. Well, he might have been the reason for it because the Rangers scored the go-ahead goal on a dumb penalty he took. Yeah. Well, in that aspect, yes, but I don't think really... Tom Wilson being in or out of the lineup is the difference between a win or a loss. It's whether or not Tom Wilson makes that dumb penalty. But what? What? what that's what I'm saying. What does? What does Tom Wilson add to the team? Like, yes, he. And we've said it before about Marshawn. Marshawn, he's a fucking rat, dude. Some of the shit he does is filthy. It's dirty. But he's also a top 15 player in the fucking league. And he, you know what? I think he still leads the Bruins in assists. Tom Wilson's making over five million dollars. Just to be a scary person. That's insane. That's too much. No shit. Like, especially in this cap strap season. Buffalo should sign him. At least they should fucking trade for him. Fuck it. I mean, I don't think Washington's looking to get rid of him, though. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Is he going to be the guy where it's like, dude, enough is enough? Like, I, I think Tom Wilson during the regular season is much different than playoff Tom Wilson. Like... Because there's a thing, like, I was thinking of what's his name today, Sean Avery. Another dude, like, nobody knows how. He was a good fucking hockey player. Especially playoff Sean Avery. But he was a fucking idiot. The thing with him was, it wasn't a lot, like, it was his on-ice shit, but his off-ice shit. He was just a fucking moron. You know what? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, one of my favorite Instagram follows, like, he's hilarious. My favorite, quote-unquote, press conference incident. Was when, t- was when Sean Avery gonna fucking say. When Sean Avery came up and said, "I just have one question." Because he was Why is everyone man. going after my sloppy seconds? Yeah, I thought it was fucking golden. Cause you know he knows about Dion Phaneuf. I like that you like such a fucking cornball move like that, and then you're like, "Oh, Wes McCauley's a douchebag for making his dad jokes." I'm not like, saying Wes McCauley's a douchebag. I'm saying he's annoying. 
Because I expect... A, a, I think he's funny. I think he's a good... I think he's the best ref in the league. I think he's the best ref in the league. I think he calls the games more fair than anyone else. I don't think he holds a grudge. You don't know that. I, I But that's the I'm thing. Sure, I'm sure he fucking does. But, uh, yeah. But he's sure. also professional. Yeah. Where, like, we just saw with Tim Peel, he's far from professional. And this isn't, like, the dude, Brad, uh, what's it, Brad, 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 I don't know his name. Uh, Tree Leaving, right? No, no, the dude from the NBA. Oh. Um, I don't care what his name is. The one that got... Doherty uh, or something? Yeah. Something? I don't think that's it, but it's something along those lines. The one that got arrested for, for gambling. Like, right. It clearly wasn't that. But, I mean, I shouldn't say clearly, because I don't fucking know. Yeah, there's going to be a deep investigation into this. But you want me to rant? Uh, well, I, th- I, I have a couple more things to say then, now I that you mentioned the NBA guy. I genuinely don't know if I have the... Oh, uh, <laughs> Tim Donahue. Tim, Tim Donahue. Donahue. Yes, now that you say it, it comes back. But, like, Tim Donahue admitted to all this, testified in court, and there was clear... Well, he was, in with, like, he was in with, like, the mob and shit. Yeah, and, like, this was, like, game after game was getting... Right, and was, at like, one point it became, like, obvious. Yeah. Where this one, we're not seeing obvious things with Tim Peel and other teams and Nashville. I think this was just a grudge and he got caught saying something stupid. Very stupid. Especially, dude, Every there's a mic everywhere. Yeah, there's one on every stanchion now. Like, dude, why do you think, like, dude, just shut the fuck up, man. Just shut up. Like, it's you a- could have easily done that and still been an NHL official. Yeah. And honestly, I think the... Because there's an official's union, too. I think they're going to appeal and get his job back. Dude, my chair is squeaky as fuck right now. It it's is. Probably picking up everything. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The um, Yeah, I think he's going to next season have his job back. But for the rest of this season, Tim Peel's done. Yeah, but it's going to be one of those things where Nashville's going to be like, dude, he's not officiating the game. I think they're going to have to make sure he doesn't officiate a Nashville game. Yeah. At least for another couple years. Right. But I... He's gonna have to make clear why it happened. Yeah. He like honestly, I think his best bet is to be like, yeah, they fucking pissed me off. They did something to piss me off, so I was like, fuck them. Yeah. And honestly, I believe that that's the case. Yeah, I. I somebody know, somebody called you, his since, wife a name. Or... Since you said it, I, I I kind of agree with you. Because I don't think I don't know if it was like malicious. Well, it was probably a little bit of malicious intent, but. But like, it's one thing if you're calling a two minute penalty. It's another thing to say intent to injure, you're out of the game. Right. You know, especially if, like, it's Roman Yossi. Right. And you're sitting there being like, hey, that was a weak slash, but, like, I think you were trying to injure him out of the game. That, to me, is more obvious of game fixing than just, come on, you can't get your stick around the gloves. That's two minutes. Yeah. No, I agree. That Which, makes sense. Yeah. It's, it, it, to me, this is cut and dry. It. I think next season he's going to be back after a lengthy appeal, and there's there, there, he's going to have to go into job arbitration. Yeah, it's which is which is way worse than a player looking for a contract. This is him looking for his job back, and he's going to be a linesman for oh, prob- a decent. Yeah, he's not going to be able to make a penalty a while. Yeah, he's just going to call offsides, and even that's going to be scrutinized. Still kind of kind of fun. Huh? You know what? As long as, like I hate to see people lose their jobs. It sucks, but like this in this scenario, I think a suspension and an investigation would have done better than saying he's fired. I mean, yeah, I guess they probably should have suspended him until they found out what the fuck was going on, but it's not a good look, dude. Yeah, no, it's a horrible look. But shall we get into the meat? They suck so fucking bad, dude. They're so fucking bad. It it's 
I don't like <laughs> that my team is being pitied by other fan bases. Like, I don't... Dude, Canadians fans. I've saw, seen a Canadians fan who should fucking hate Buffalo. It's... You're a Bruins fan who should fucking hate Buffalo. And people are like, dude, it's just horrible to see how bad... Dude, it... Fuck. You know what this guy said? Uh, I was listening to you, and he's right. You know what they should do? I think I told you. Call up Amherst guys. Call up guys from the Amherst. Call guys up who want to fucking play hockey, because these guys don't want to fucking play hockey. Honestly, at this point, this that's the only chance. I don't care if they lose every fucking game. I want to see some fucking heart in this goddamn team. I mean, if you're if you're already because let's face it, they're they're tickets punched to not be in the playoffs. Yeah, they're done. They're done. Math, uh, not mathematically yet, but Dustin Tarkowski's playing tonight. Who the fuck is that? Right, he's started like thirty NHL games. Jesus, he's thirty-one. I mean, at this point, I don't even know who the fuck. Right. I don't even know who the fuck the backup's going to be tonight. I'm you're you're here. absolutely right, though. It's you, you got to call up Amherst guys, because like if you're not, if these NHL players aren't producing, then go ahead and pull up Amherst guys. To see if they're ready for the NHL. I told you, pull up, what's his name? Is it Jack Hughes, is that his name? Jack Quinn. Jack, Jack Quinn. Pull up Jack Quinn. First round draft pick and see what he can do. Fuck it. Who cares? I mean, honestly, at this point, all you're doing is crashing their their trade stack. Yep. If you pull them up and they start producing a little bit, maybe get a little heat under them, losing games instead of 5 nothing, 5-4. Right. Now these Amherst guys are now trade bait. Oh, well, this guy looked pretty good. Trade deadline's coming up. Maybe they could sell them and actually get some pieces around Jack Eichel. That's what I mean. Um, what's his name? He's 5-2 and two in the A. Pekka Lukanen, the goalie. Goals against is not good. It's 3-1. Pull him up. Gives a fuck. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, he might two, actually be backing up tonight. 22 years old. Who the fuck cares? I don't, who, who gives I don't, a shit? I don't see... I don't foresee the NHL having a big discrepancy with Rochester players going to Buffalo. You know, it's only an hour difference. They right. shouldn't have to have a COVID protocol. Well, I mean, they should get tested. Depending they, on where they're traveling from. Yeah. Well, they're they're not leaving the country, so. Right, I mean, but they, he's still good. Well, I mean. They're traveling from, like, Utica. Right. Or Utica, Syracuse. Syracuse. You're right. I, I, I didn't even think about that, yeah. You know, at the very furthest, Wilkes-Barre. Like it, and like this dude said, not to get on the cross or whatever, but this is bullshit. This bo- Sabres fans, we don't fucking deserve this shit. And I watch every fucking game still. Every game. What the fuck am I doing to myself? You're just making yourself more sad. And I told you, and this is probably all I'm going to talk about it this week, because I've talked about it at fucking nauseum, and it pains me to talk about it. It's We're going to get a top two draft pick. Maybe the number one pick, but this year's draft class is not great. Yeah. Well, did you see the uh, new draft rules starting this year for the... Uh, I saw there was a draft rule. I didn't see what it was. So the new draft lottery is, is that if you're worst in the league, you're guaranteed a top three pick. I thought it was... Wasn't it top two before? No, it was top five. I thought it was top two. So now you're guaranteed a top three pick, but you're only allowed to get a top number one pick twice out of every five years. Oh, good, because fucking, look at, Edmonton had it, what, four years? Good, this is the Edmonton rule. Right. They're calling it the Edmonton rule, basically, and it's... And I'd say, what, two out of those guys are studs? Nugent Hopkins is good, Yakupov sucks. Yakupov failed, but McDavid... uh, McDavid wasn't that, he wasn't during that span, though. He came a little bit later. He came a little bit later, but you gotta think, though. Um, That's still Taylor Hall... 
Um, Jordan Eberle turned out to be pretty good in New York. Where where was he in Edmonton? Yeah. He was okay. He was okay. But you got to remember, when he was at Edmonton, that team was fucking atrocious. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's hard. It, I hate to say this. Taylor Hall, I actually think, is cursed. Yeah, maybe. Because like, like he, said, he made a joke about it. Well, here's the thing. It's like, what? I know he's not producing. Yeah. But what position did you put him in to produce? None. Especially with what you said earlier, Ralph Kruger constantly changing lines. Right. Taylor Hall playing with Tobias Reeder. I read something about Do you know, by the way, he's only coached in the NHL with the Sabres and Oilers. And the Both Oilers are. was a shortened year, too. So Buffalo saw him and was like, oh, he was a 19-24 and 24 with the Oilers. Let's sign him. You know why? Because they only had to pay him three fucking mil. I mean... I, I know saying only three mil, but as an NHL coach, that ain't that much. Yeah. Like, especially with some of the coaches that are out there right now. It's fucking embarrassing. Like, Bruce Boudreaux is available. Mike Babcock's available. Um, who's the French guy from Vegas who last coached in Vegas? Uh, Gallant. Gallant. Gerard Gallant. Gallant. You know, there's some... Quality coaching available. Why are the Pagulas scrounging on coaching? Well, here's the thing. Like, their last two hires I liked. I liked Housley and Bilesma. It just... Bilesma, I don't think, was going to be the guy. No. Housley, I, I don't know. Guys were producing. We weren't horrid. Phil Housley... You can't give a guy two fucking years. Phil Housley was... The def... Was like... I would say he's a player's coach in the appropriate way. Right. He's not Ralph Kruger who's going to come in and tickle a dude's asshole after he fucking plays minus four. Yeah. He's going to say, sit there and say, what's your fucking problem? And then... And then fix it. And then actually go out there and say, this is what you did wrong. Let's get this right. And he's going to do it all through video. Rasmus Dahlin was fucking incredible under Housley. Now, not only is he not producing points, he is... A complete liability defensively. Yeah. Horrible. Let, let's put it... Th- he's a pussy. He is a pussy. He's not playing. I was watching the Rangers game. He literally tried to keep it in the zone, and some dude just one arm shoved him to the ground. It's time to... It's time to incorporate a new culture in Buffalo. And, like, I know that's that's been said so much, it's beaten to death. I, but, like you said... That culture down- is cancerous. Like you said, he just got shoved down with one arm. Right. It, like, that's that's beer leaguer right there. You need to have these players hitting the weight room, hitting the bike when they're not on the ice. Have them on the ice for three hours a day. It, I don't know, dude. It's just, and I'm not saying to give up on Darlene because I think he's still a world-class talent. But, like, fuck, man. Like, Jesus. It is... Horrible to see what has happened to him. It's, it really. When is, he was the number one pick, it was like Rasmus Dahlin. That's it. Nobody else. Well, that World worked. Juniors was nuts. He played right. I, Buffalo needs to tear down from the top down. Yeah, yeah. I told you, there's one guy I want as a GM, and he's in New York right now. Chris Drury. They need a hockey lifer right now. They need somebody to come in, know what the fuck he's doing, and be like, hey. We're going to fix this now. Uh, is it going to be easy to get Chris Drury out of that cushy job in New York, though? No, I think he's set. 
Because, like, he, he... He lives in Connecticut. It's a sweet drive to the city. Like, it's nothing. And even that, he probably just hops a train. No one recognizes him because he hasn't played in so long. Well, put it like this, though, dude. You mean to tell me Sabres fans wouldn't fucking cream their pants if Chris Drury was the GM of that if team? If Chris Drury was the GM of that team, it would be a world-changing thing for Buffalo. Right. And I know he's fairly new to coaching, but he won a Stanley Cup with St. Louis as an assistant. Get Chris, get Steve Ott in that. I don't, I don't know. Man. Not as a head coach. I love, I Not love, as a head coach. I love Otter. I loved Otter when he was in Buffalo. Not as a head coach. I don't think we get rid of it. Personally, I don't think, what's his name right now, Don Granado's got a shot at getting this but, job. But Matt Ellis and Dan Girardi should be something in that organization. Yeah. Because yeah. I know Ellis, I'm pretty sure, was a coach, not a head coach, but he was a coach in Rochester. He works with the team. And Girardi's what we need defensively because our defense is fucking terrible. That's where I think Steve Ott comes in as a good power play and um, PK coach, as a special teams coach. I mean, yes, like you said, like you told me earlier, Buffalo's penalty kill is what, top half of the league? Penalty kill? Yeah, they're like 13th. And then their power play is like what? Probably 6th. 6th. Those are numbers that elite teams put up. Right. And they're not an elite team. And they're last in the league in scoring. Like, isn't, like, 30 of their goals on the power play? Probably. Like. No joke. I looked at the standings today. They're last at 16. You know what the second-to-last team has? They have 26 points. We're that's 10 Detroit. points behind the second-to-worst team in the fucking league. And and that's Detroit, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Like. It might Detroit or Ottawa, one of them. Like, that that's brutal. I can't. And they're scoring on the power play. Like, if. Like, it's legit to the point where I watch the games. I'm just like. Ah, they're down one up. Ball game. It's over. I mean, that, and I'm gonna beat this again. Kim Pagula's got to go. That's the position. She should have never. She should have never been in there. Yeah, she should have never been in there. You need a hockey lifer for that position too. Dude, the fact that I found out recently they don't even have a fucking assistant GM is fucking insane. Like Kev- for a guy who's never held a management position. In hockey, he doesn't have an assistant fucking GM? I, Kevin Adams is drowning right now without any, without a, like a lifeboat. Around, yeah, yeah. Around. Like, there's nothing. It's, it's, they're, they're putting him in the most unsavory position. He has the most thankless job in the league right now. And you know, I've changed my stance on him. I don't blame him for fucking any of this now. No. Because he was put in a position, it's like, dude, you're fucked. Like, have fun. Yeah. It, you know, and it sucks knowing that the Pagulas, they're, they're such... Fuckheads? Yeah, that they're going to fire him at the end of next season because they didn't magically make the playoffs when he's not even given an opportunity to go out and get what he needs. Here's the thing, dude. I've always been a big proponent of you're going to fire a coach at some point. Look at Vegas. Vegas fired Gallant. They got Pete DeBoer the next fucking day. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable move. Well, look at Calgary. They just fired their coach, and next day, or not even the next day, like the next hour, it was Brett Sutter. Did you hear what Brett Sutter said? No. He They asked him about like jobs like the Sabres. He's like, no. He's like, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. It wasn't those words, but that's like along the lines of Yeah, par- paraphrasing, but still, like, would, you, would, would Mike Babcock take that position? 
I don't know. It depends. Do you think any other team is going to call him in the NHL? That's I think that's the 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 honestly, one up we might have to be like, hey, who else is going to? Yeah, him? no. Honestly, I think Babcock will see himself in the NHL again. I think either Ottawa, because Eugene Melnick is a psychopath and wants a psychopath. Yeah. Or an old school club, an old school club like you know the Flyers, if. Or the Bruins or the Rangers, not even not the Rangers actually, because no. they're 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 very much a hands off type of club. Uh, Columbus, if Tortorella does retire, I can see them calling Babcock. Uh, Babcock coached in Ohio before, mm-hmm. and I think he can find himself there. But I think an old school club or a club that desperately needs a coach will call him. Like if I was Kevin Adams. I would be pounding the fucking pavement right now. I would have my next coach lined up. But that's the I thing. would have my assistant GM ready to fucking go. A lot like like you said with Vegas and like I said with Calgary. Okay. These coaches are hired before the last one is fired. Even what's it called? Even when oh, Hitchcock, where did he just recently coach? Ken Hitchcock? He coached in Edmonton? St. Louis. Right. And he did an okay job. Yeah. He was he was a fill in coach. Yeah. And then, then when they actually fired him, which he never got rid of. I don't think he got rid of the shed the interim title. No. But when St. Louis finally said, all right, we do got to part ways. We're last in the league. We got to make a change. They go out and win the fucking cup with... Craig Brewery. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, Unbelievable, dude. Like, I just don't understand what... Which, you know what? Speaking of old time guys... Yeah, we can... We can sp- I'm done with Sabres talk. Do you know who I think could be a sneaky... I wouldn't say sneaky pick to coach, but a sneaky pick to lead the Sabres. And I just found out about a lot of his stuff today. Mario Lemieux? No, Dave Schultz. What? Yeah. That's random. Well, it is random. But he's also led hockey teams before. Uh, Honestly, dude, I'll fucking take anything right now. Did did you know Dave Schultz actually was a GM of a team here in Utica? No. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Prowlers in the early 2000s. Sorry, I'm just super depressed. <laughs> Fuck. Like, like, what did I say to you off air? Like, I love this fucking team, dude. I fucking love this team. Yeah. And, like, this sucks, dude. It's brutal. It's brutal to watch. Like, like I was excited for hockey season. And, like, the first 10 games, I'm like, dude, we're okay. We're not bad. We might be able to sneak. Nope. That COVID bug really deflated everything. But the thing was, Allmark got hurt. Which I never thought in a season I would be like, fuck, Allmark got hurt. We're fucked. He was playing great. He was top 10 in the league in save percentage. I mean, he was getting 70 shots on him a game. But he has more wins than Johansson and Carter Hutton did combined. Yeah. Carter Hutton's one in fucking nine. He's horrible. Honestly, he is legitimately... It is a godsend he got injured. And I, I, I say that... I never root for a guy to get injured because I don't like that. But he is fucking laughably bad. Easily the worst season of his career. It's not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Not even close. Yeah, you're Let's be honest. When we signed him to the deal the year before in fucking St. Louis, I think he was like 10 and 13. Like, he wasn't good. Yeah, he was far from good. Like, nobody else in that league would have picked him up as a fucking starter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like... Look at last year, dude. How many fucking goalies signed a contract last year? We couldn't get one fucking goalie? That's the first thing the GM has to address this offseason. We need a fucking goalie. 
Allmark, I think, could be a good goal. He's a good goal. Let's put it like that. But he needs. But he is not carrying the load. He can't carry the load. Yeah, he needs somebody who can be a leader to him and kind of like put it, pulling him aside and being like, "Hey, this is a tough scenario. Let let me get your head clear." And also somebody to take that load off him so he can play three, three and one. They just suck, dude. Like, like it's so sad. <laughs> oh dude. fuck, man! I thought they played at seven. They don't play till eight o'clock. So I gotta watch them lose late. Do you want to get into trade talk? Sure. All right. So where we left off last week, we did the Honda West and the Mass Mutual East. Sure. Uh, let's start off with the Discover Central. Hmm. Um, Detroit selling. Who? Dylan Larkin? No, they're not getting rid of Dylan Larkin. Bobby Ryan's going to go because he's having a good year. Anthony Sioux. I can see Bobby Ryan going to. I can see Bobby Ryan going to a contender. Fringe, fringe contender. A fringe contender, maybe. Rangers. Um, Maybe the Flyers. Right. He scores goals. Like, he, that's what he does. Yeah. He scores goals. And he's good at it. Um, maybe Montreal. Fuck Montreal. But other than that, like, I don't really see them getting much in return. A couple prospects, maybe a late draft. Yeah, probably a couple late draft picks. I yeah, don't see fifth it. and a seventh. I don't see uh, many prospects getting traded. No offense. I, I fucking love Bobby Ryan. But I don't really see. Dallas is hurting right now. Right above them, they're... 38 points, uh, 28 points, I'm sorry. 28 points in 29 games, 7th in their division. They're not good. It, it's, they, they went to the Stanley Cup last season, the finals. And they're just bad this and year. They're, just bad this year. they're well, missing Tyler Sagan. He hasn't played once. No. They need somebody to fill that hole. <laughs> um, Again, Ben Bishop. Fucking, dude, if he could stay healthy, he'd be a top 5 goalie in the NHL. That's the biggest issue with him. Just, and it's it's been always like it's been with who do you play for before Tampa? Uh, but, but Ottawa. Ottawa. It was with Ottawa. It was with Tampa. It was with Dallas. Like all the time, dude. All the fucking time, he's always here. Yeah, even his time without Los Angeles, uh, half a season he played there. And the Hudobin, the Hudobin, he's hurt. Yeah. So I don't even fucking know who's playing for them now. Yeah, it's just it, it's they they need a goal scorer. They need a goalie. Um, Which isn't the fucking easiest thing to say. To yeah, count. yeah, it's easier said than done. I don't think I see them doing much. No, I don't. If they're gonna be stagnant. They're not gonna do much. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna save face going to well, next season you know, with a healthy team. Like we said about the Rangers, like what one of their players, like top tier guys, would they trade? Like, yep. You know, they they can't they can't trade Jamie Benn. They can't trade Tyler Sagan. You can't trade Radulov. Yeah, you can't trade Radulov. Save face. Take the L this season, go into next season with a healthy squad. Right. And wreak havoc. They got a good coach. He's a good coach. I don't yeah. know his name. He's fucking old. Yeah. Older, older. older. I shouldn't say old. Nashville. It's Nashville. Uh, he, they shed that title. I, I think they're 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 selling. Yeah. Mullick. Uckholm's gone. Forsberg's gone. Yeah. Uh Pecorino, they said they're keeping, which I don't know why. He is. No, he's he's a shell of his former self. It's Which I we keep saying that every week with goalies, it seems. But like he's proof. Yeah, yeah. Because like he was Vesna. He was if he won the if they won the Stanley Cup, he probably would have won the Calder, or not the Calder, the uh, Conn yeah, Smythe. Won rookie of the year if they won the Stanley Cup. Honestly, he could have won Rookie of the Year's first year, I think. Oh, I don't even remember. But like he. But like, uh, uh, here's the thing. This week's trade talk's probably gonna be pretty quick because we talked about a lot of big names last week. Yeah. But like Ekholm, like I said, Ekholm's gone. Forsberg's gone. Where do you see Ekholm going? I just said this. What did I say last week? 
I don't remember what she said last week. They say Toronto? Yeah, I think he said Toronto. Uh, I, Toronto, Boston. I got Ekholm going for Jake DeBrusque and, and a draft pick. Sec, second round draft pick. I love me some Jake DeBrusque. For Matthias Ekholm. Because that's Boston's biggest weakness right now is defense. Columbus, they're only two points behind a playoff spot. Um, I see them buying. I see them buying hard. Uh, uh, maybe Bobby Ryan. I could 200% see that. You know, they, they, they're currently a minus 20 with goal differential with a 500 record. Minus 20? Fuck, I'd take that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they need they need goal scoring bad. Bobby Ryan's ready to go. Yep. Buffalo's yeah. a minus 42. <laughs> All right. Chicago. They're good, dude. That fucking kid, I can't even pronounce his name, the kid playing in net for them. They found a goalie. They did. For sure. They found a goalie. Good for them. Um, I think their biggest problem is age. They got a lot of young players. Yeah. And that's not a problem that you can solve with traits. That's only a problem you could solve with experience. I mean, and they, they've had some fucking bad trades in the past. Chicago's... Panarin. Yeah. Chicago is not in a win-now scenario. Chicago's in a win-later scenario. Right. And if they keep this squad together, they will win later. I, I don't know if they'll do anything, to be honest with you. I don't think they're going to. I think Chicago's going to stay stagnant. Because who are they going to get rid of? Patrick Kane? Probably. No. Uh, who they, who's he going to go to? Buffalo. Taylor, yeah. Taylor Hall, straight up. <laughs> Let's get let's get old Kaner back and have him party in his hometown. You know what though? I think I I can see Kaner retiring in Buffalo though. Yeah, great. Once well, he, might as well because he'll be last in the league again, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> he Who's gets, next? Uh, Florida. A little bit of a fall from grace. I don't know, but I see Florida buying. What though? I could see them buying maybe a uh, couple defensemen. I could see Brandon Montour from Buffalo going there. I could see maybe you're gonna hate this one, if since you mentioned Buffalo, I could see Jake McCabe also. Jake McCabe's out for the year. Yes. Jake McCabe ain't going. Any- He's gonna be our captain next. <laughs> Jake McCabe's not going anywhere. He's got a torn ACL. Yeah, but Florida right now is confident for next season and the season after. Jake McCabe ain't going anywhere. He's probably the buy one- him for later. It's probably the one constant that's gonna be in Buffalo. Um. And goal scoring up top. Like, they have Sasha Barkov. And they, oh. Alex Barkov. Is that, his, that's, is that his real name? No, his real name's Alexandrovi or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Some, some Finnish name that has Sasha in it. Oh, right, right, right. So, they, his nickname's Sasha. Okay. But Barkov can't do it all. Huberdeau can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Get maybe... A, a a back six player, a bottom not a bad, bottom six player who can produce that alternative scoring. Where you now it's Forsberg. Forsberg. I hate to say it, but if Boston's looking to buy, they might want a draft pick for later. Maybe Charlie Coyle. You think they get rid of Charlie Coyle? I don't think they will, but I. Th- but there's always a possibility. We've seen some weird trades. Love around. me some Charlie Coyle. I love Charlie Coyle. Carolina. Eric Stahl, I told you he's going back to Carolina. I think Eric Stahl could go back. They're, they're a young team. They need a uh, veteran presence. Yeah. Um, Market. Honestly, and I, 
Heard it I, first. I heard Dougie Hamilton's contract negotiations came to a halt. Shocker. I know. Real shocker. He seems like a great locker room guy. I think Dougie Hamilton's gone. Again? Yeah. I think Dougie Hamilton's gone. And I see him going back to Calgary for Noah Hannafin. Defense so for just straight up trade again? Straight up trade again. Get, didn't they already do that trade? Yeah, they already did that trade. It was Noah Hannafin and someone else. Didn't Noah from, Hannafin just sign a fat contract in Calgary? I, he might have. I think he did. But I don't think there I was a no trade that. clause in there. I don't know. Like I said, Eric Stahl. I don't see them doing much either. Because their goaltending's been fucking otherworldly this year, so. Yeah, they're not going they're not doing anything with goaltending. No. And last Tampa. Nothing. Nothing. Let's face maybe, it. Maybe 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 a D man. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe get maybe Joe at Thornton. Home. Maybe get Joe Thornton to actually get him a cup. Not right. Toronto. Right. You know, it's or Patrick Marlowe or something. Yeah. Somebody that you can toss on the fourth line to be like, yeah, he's here. We want to get him a cup. Mm-hmm. He's done so much for the game. But really, it's your top top he'll, nine winning the cup. He'll just be a black ace that suits up for the Stanley Cup game. Yeah, and, for yeah. game six. He gets, gets one shift. and You know, it, it's that's it. That's it for Tampa. They're not... Goaltending, good. Defense, good. Forwards, good. They're, yeah. the, they're the most all-around team in the league, and they have been for what? Four years now, five yeah. years. If this was college football, they'd be the they'd be the five star prospect of the league. Yeah, if this was if this was college football, they'd be Bama. Yeah, but um, now let's go to let's go to let's go to the Canada, Canadian division, my favorite division in all of hockey, right now. Mm. Ottawa selling. Yeah, they they this is a this is year in year out. Ottawa needs to rebuild something. And that's the problem. Is I don't know what Ottawa needs. They need a goalie. They go out and get um, the kid from Pittsburgh, Matt Murray. He gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. You, you, they need defense bad, real bad. Right. But who are they going to give up to get a defenseman? <laughs> Brady Kachuk. <laughs> like, they, they don't they, – they tried Alex Galchenyuk this year. That didn't work. No. They 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 tried what's his name from uh who played in Tampa last year uh was it Anthony Sorelli? Is he there? No, he got traded to Cal- Car- uh, Carolina too. Yeah. Um but there Ottawa needs help on both ends of the ice. Brady Kachuk's really the only trade tradable piece they have. Yeah, and he I can really also, isn't. You know it's funny you say selling, but I could also see them not doing it. Yeah, like, cause like what? At least Buffalo's got Buffalo's a talented fucking roster. They got people to trade. Yeah. Well, speaking of trade talk with Buffalo, I I heard a rumor about Reinhardt. Dude, we have to keep someone. Yeah. Like Jesus. Like at this point, I'm hearing rumors about Buffalo every day. Right. To the point to where I'm just like, oh, another Buffalo rumor, and I'm just like, we know one person's getting traded. We all know who that is. Yeah, Halsey's gone. Taylor Hall's gone. You have to. You have to. You have to recoup something. Yeah. And it sucks, too, because, like, Buffalo already paid half his salary. So mm-hmm. now he has, like, what, $4 million left on the season? Yeah. They're going to eat the other two. Yeah. It is what it is, man. You know, it's... It ain't it, shit for the Pagulas. Fuck them. Yeah. Pay that man his money. I'll uh, give you five bucks if you tell me a movie that's wrong. I don't. Brad Pitt, Rounders. No. Uh, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. Oof. Great movie. Go on. Next I up. I sound like fucking R.A. with the fucking movie references. Yeah. Christ. 
Calgary, I think they're buying. They're only four points out of a playoff spot. And they're on the upswing. Who do you think you think they're going to trade for Ole Okunen? Ole Okunen, yeah. Uh, maybe Yamir really, Yager. I don't really know much about this division except, like, who's good. I mean... Honestly, all these teams, I could see... Not many trades. I could see I could see Toronto trying to pick up a uh, D-man. And, like, the biggest issue with this division is that most of the trades are going to be within the division. They're also talking about uh, Taylor Hall. Like, honestly, Taylor Hall in Calgary I think would be sick. That's no, they're talking about Taylor Hall to Toronto. Oh, that would be stupid. Their offense is sick. They don't need him. They don't need, they don't need him. Um, but Calgary, I could see them buying, but who? Right. You know, maybe Philip Forsberg? Maybe. You know? Um... I could see them maybe going for a, a D-man, but who? Matthias Ekholm's basically spoken for. Eh. I mean, they could toss their name in the hat, but I don't think they're going to get much in return. Yeah. Montreal. Van- oh, Vancouver. Vancouver. Um, again, two points that, out of a playoff spot. I think they're staying. I, I think, think they're, they're staying. Elias Pettersson, I believe, is currently hurt, mm-hmm. which is a big downfall to them. But once he gets back, he's going to be healthy. He's going to be rested. I think he's going to be a push. I think he's going to give Vancouver that push. I think they're going to stay set. Montreal and the Bergevin himself, the Burger Man, said everybody is on the table earlier in the season. Is that still the case? I don't think they're doing anything. I think they're going to buy. What? Again, a goal scorer. Maybe a Roman. Who's their fucking backup goalie? Uh, Jake Allen. Say he he must be playing decent this year because Carey Price has been playing like dog shit. He well, that's most of their losses are Carey Price losses, but they're playing Carey Price four games out of five. That's wild. Like wild. Like it hurt him in the end, dude. Yeah, like at this point, save face here. Put Jake Allen in for a few more games. Maybe make it a a, a three and two. Mm. You know, Carey Price keeps his starter title and. Jake Allen gets a couple more games because Jake Allen's really the one making the saves right now. Right. But other than that, you can't trade Carey Price. His contract is just extraordinarily bad. Getting older, too, so it's not. Getting older, his contract's bad. He has a no-trade clause. Right. So Carey Price is off the table. You can't trade Jake Allen because he's the one playing good. Right. And again, they're not a team that they have. They don't have star-studded players that people are going to be clamoring for. Yeah, and it's not. And their their star-studded players that they people do want are not on the table. No, they're Alex Galchenyuk's. They're what's his name? It's uh, like it's Jay Weber, Nick Suzuki, Kotkaniemi. Did you say Alex Galchenyuk? Is that what you led with? He's playing good this year. Alex Galchenyuk. Oh, not Alex Galchenyuk. Uh, Brendan Gallagher. I was like, what the fuck? Go I'm check. like, he is not playing well this yeah, year. Yeah, no, go. He got an assist his first game with uh, Toronto. Oh, he's in Toronto? Toronto claimed him off waivers. Good for him, man. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, he needs a bounce back. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just drop my drink. Not not an alcoholic drink. It's a Diet Pepsi today. I haven't drank in like a week. But Montreal, I could see them pushing for Forsberg. Or yeah. pushing for... Um, Maybe, maybe if an Ottawa player who's putting up points. Can I ask something? Can we rip through the last three teams? Because I really want to get to the Team USA roster. Yeah, Winnipeg, I think that they have nothing to give up. I don't think Winnipeg's going to. I think Winnipeg's a fucking solid team to be. I think they already made the trade they had to make. Yeah. Line A. Yeah. Who did they get in return? Why can't I remember? Pierre-Luc Dubois. There you go. They, they, already, they already did what they needed. Yeah. 
Um, Edmonton staying still. They're tied for the first in the league with uh, Toronto, or first in the division. And like I said, I think Toronto's going uh, back end deep. Yeah, Toronto, they're making that push from the tie sack home. I can see Montour. Yeah, Montour maybe. I mean, really, I... It sucks for this Canadian division, though, because they're going to have to wait the two weeks. Right. Yeah, it is what it is. And same for any t- Canadian division player going to America. Right. Or the United States. Right. But. Well, that's why it took fucking Line A so fucking long to play in Columbus. Yeah. Now, for what everyone's doing. Do you want really to do, 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 do what we talked about last week, but we never did? Uh, the Oh, who? Stanley Cup prediction. Stanley Cup prediction. Two teams in the Stanley Cup. Go. Vegas, Toronto. Really? Yeah. Now, with that being said, we don't know how these divisions are going to line up. I'm assuming it's going to be West and Central. Right. For the, what is it, the the Wales, the old yeah. Prince of Wales, and the North and East for the old Adams. Right. So I'm going to have Vegas and Toronto. I'm going Vegas and Tampa. Just just because Tampa's getting cooch back right before the playoffs start, it, that's nasty. Well, is there going to be is going to be rust on him? Kucherov? No. I mean, he's going to score that dumbass breakaway goal that he scored against Buffalo before, where he just lets the puck go and just <laughs> slides into the net. He got Braden Holpe twice with that, like an asshole. I think, I think, and I'm going to, I'm going to be bold here. Vegas, Toronto, Toronto winning the cup. <laughs> I hate saying it. <laughs> Listen, I hate saying it, but I got to be realistic here, and I'm trying to be bipartisan. I don't. I think their goaltending folds in the playoffs. I think if they get Matthias Ekholm, that's a big break for them. Okay, well, we'll play another game. One dark horse team that you think can make the cup. I would love to not say dark horse, but a team not many people are talking about. Um, they're not a dark horse, but they're not in my top three. Top four, I should say, right now. Mm-hmm. Colorado. Yeah, I mean, it's all goaltending. It depends on how their goaltending Yeah, is. and that's their biggest weakness. And Colorado has to get a goaltender, and they just traded for the worst possible one. Come on, man. He was the best goalie on our team. That's because there was no other goalie. I would have been the best goalie um, on the team. <laughs> if, if you want to talk another dark horse here, Florida. I don't hate that. I mean, the way they're playing right now, I I can see it. I mean, would a Colorado-Florida rematch be fucking sick as hell? Yeah, that'd be awesome. But other than that, I, nothing coming out of the East. I no was actually, actually going to say Florida. Uh, no, no one out of the East is blowing my mind right now. Boston has just dropped, has been dropping steadily, um, which by default would have been my pick. You want mine from the East? Yeah. Carolina. Carolina's in the Central. What? Yeah. Tampa, Carolina, and Florida are in the Central. Is that the East Division? No. The East Division is the Islanders, the Capitals. Oh, I forgot there's East Division. Well, from that conference, I'm going to say Carolina. Okay, so Carolina and oh, again, we don't know the playoff format right now. Yeah, it's fun. we know it's going to be number one and number four from each division playing each other, and number two and number three. Mm-hmm. But when it gets down to the final four, who's going to play who? Is it going to be East versus Canada and West versus Central, or is it going to be East Central West Canada, or is it going to be West East Central Canada? No, nobody fucking knows anything. The NHL has told us nothing. Right. So, which so I'm gonna go off the East versus Canada and Central versus West 
Okay. Because I think that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. I, you know, this fucking pains me to say, but don't count out the Islanders. Like, don't count out the Islanders. But, but I don't think their style of play will hold up in the playoffs. It's just, they're not a hard-nosed team. And they're, I hate to say they're going to be easy to solve against the a Islanders, team like Tampa. Islanders, it's one of those guys. You score two, three goals, game's over. Yeah. Game's over. Like, Because they're not... They score goals. Like, don't give me... They score goals. But it's their system that scores the goal. Yeah. Like, if they're coming from 2-3 down, that's it. It's and it all depends on if Zondra Z going to be back. He tore his no, ACL. No, he's done. That's like, why they're getting Taylor Hall. Yeah. I don't think they're getting Taylor Hall. I do. I don't think so. They're going to give a strict DBA show. <laughs> yeah, let's, go. let's go. They're going to give you the, the Mike Milbury is a GM. Let's go. I've been waiting for this for a while. Okay. Team USA predictions. For 2022 Olympics. In... Is it Japan? No, this year. Where is it next year? I want to... No, Japan is the summer Japan's Olympics. summer. Hold up. Um, probably like a Russian city. It's probably Moscow. No, they just had it in Moscow. It is in Beijing. Close enough. Just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. But really, they're only a country apart. Yeah. They're like literally next to each other so so this is your show you start up we're going line by line line by line and go with your first line okay my first line is austin matthews in center mm-hmm. patrick kane right wing and johnny goudreau left wing okay so we have the same exact first line yep same exact first line i think that's proven like it's they, they all three of them especially austin kaner have proven themselves it's giving me a semi thinking what that line can do. Yeah, it's definitely... It's like I just took the gas station pills right now thinking of that line. I love The it. only iffy part is Johnny Goudreau, and that's not even that iffy. Right. He's a fucking stud. He's a stud. The only difference is can someone put him in a second line position instead of a first? I don't think that's going to happen. Right. But it, there's a slight possibility, okay. depending on who the coach is. Who's your two? This is probably where we're going to dip. This is my number two line. Jack Eichel. Whoop. Centering. Yes. Right wing, Brock Besser. Okay. Left wing is Anders Lee. Okay. I honestly forgot about Anders Lee. I like that pick. I have the same line, except left wing I have Jake Gensel from Pittsburgh. I didn't even think of Gensel. I thought he was Canadian. Nope. So I have Ikes, Brock Besser, and Jake Gensel. Okay. Which, that would be a fucking playmaking line. Yes, sir. But I do agree with you. Anders Lee adds that little oomph factor. Yeah. And he scored, he scored goals this year, too. Yeah. He played well. Tough to see. Tough leadership, to see. too. Good leadership. Tough to see him go down. But I want to hear your third. Me now? Yeah. I got Dylan Larkin centering it. Same. I got Matthew Kachuk on the right wing. And I got Kyle Connor from Winnipeg on the left wing. Well, originally I actually had Larkin and the Kachuk boys on this line. But I think Matthew Kachuk adds that little fucking I'm going to fuck with you thing that USA needs. I left off the Kachuks for that very reason. I don't agree with that. I left off the Kachuks for that very reason. I have Dylan Larkin centering. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Then I have Chris Kreider as my left wing. He's a right winger. Yes, but he's a lefty shot. Okay. And I have Phil Kessel as my right wing. Ooh, really? Yep. I don't like that. I genuinely didn't even put him on the just missed or reserves. 
I I think Phil Kessel. You can't deny his ability. I know. I like, think it's what being, has he done in the last two years? Like, but I think it's being in Arizona that's what's killing him. I don't know, man. I think Phil Kessel still has some left in the tank. I don't like that pick. But go for. Oh, you go for. I did the first two. Okay, this is where it's gonna get dicey. I I struggled with the center, but I went Jack Hughes from Jersey. Right. Wing, I don't like that pick. I know. Right wing, I had Chris Kreider. Left wing, I had Alex DeBrinket. I can I can agree with right and left wing. Okay. I didn't. I also I think DeBrinket's too young. I don't know, man. He's a fucking stud. He's a stud, but I think I he's went too just to like I went very young with my team. I went with my fourth line. I think my first three lines semi young. The fourth line, I, I was going to go with experience. I just didn't. That's where I went fourth line. I went Joe Pavelski centering. I like it. Max Pacioretty on the left wing. I had him as a, I have him as a reserve. And Blake Wheeler is right wing. I fucking forgot all about Blake Wheeler. I love Blake Wheeler, too. I think, That's and, a good call. And you mentioned Kachuk as that little grit. I think Blake Wheeler adds that, but he also adds experience. That's a great call. And I also think he adds, what's the discipline? Yeah, that's a really good. Comment. I think Blake I like, Wheeler. I like Blake Wheeler a lot. But so overall, you put my offense against your offense. Who do you think takes it? I don't know. Probably maybe yours because of the experience factor. All those guys you said, I didn't leave off the list except for Blake Wheeler, because which I'm embarrassed of because I forgot all about him because he is a fucking stud and he's so silky with being how big he is. It's just unfair. But like, dude, he's another guy. He'll fucking get chippy, and I like that pick. Yeah, like, I've, I honestly think, and it's close. If we put it in a seven-game series, it's going to go game seven. Mm-hmm. I think mine will take it in, like, a game seven overtime. Yeah. Like, I we're I think we're not far off here. Nope. I think that fourth line is really where we differ. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think experience adds more in the Olympics. Right. You want to go defense? Yeah, you start. Okay. So, my first line defense is John Carlson mm-hmm. and Seth Jones. See... That's what I was going to do. But I thought with the chemistry they have, I had to go first-line defense as the Columbus guys. Rewenski I want Rewenski and Seth Jones. I put Rewenski as a reserve. That's fucking nuts. I think he has... He, I think he, That's he, insane. He has to prove me wrong. He doesn't give a shit about proving you wrong. But you know what I mean, though. Right. I know he doesn't give a shit about me. But I think... Chris, I'm going to put my, my myself in Chris Drury's shoes here. I think Zach Rowenski has to give has to show a little more. Chris Drew will probably have fucking Brian Leach there or some shit. Oh, Chris Drew will definitely put like Jacob Truba. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your second line? I got Quinn Hughes and John Carlson. I'm very we're very close. Who'd you have Hughes and who? M- McAvoy. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Young Quinn, line, both Quinn offensive. Hughes, Quinn Hughes has everything we need offensively. He's Charlie McAvoy. Is, he is America's version of Kale McCarr. I think so. I think he's. Going I think to, he might be better than. I think it's it's close. It's very close. Not Kale McCarr is a fucking stud. If you look at my defense, I definitely went more offensive. Yes, in my so first I, two yes, lines. Uh, my, third line, I went pretty offensive too. Third, my third line. I think you're gonna like it. I have left defense. Tory Crew. Same. And my right defense, Jake McCabe. That warms my heart. I think he's a fucking stud. I have Tory Krug and Charlie McAvoy. Okay. And previous chemistry. Previous 
you know, 100%, system. 100%. You know, I, I agree with that. I don't hate that. I think Charlie McAvoy will end up seeing himself with Quinn Hughes. Right. You know, because they can, I think they're so young and so close to age, it's going to be like they read each other very well. And this isn't me shitting on Tory Krug. I put him in because he's proven. But he's not been good this year. Yeah, that new system in St. Louis is just. Right. Oh, maybe next year he'll be a stud. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. I'm hoping. Um, goalies. Goalies, I'm sure we probably have pretty similar goalies. Okay. Who's your starter? My starter's Connor Hellebuck. Yep. Who's your backup? John Gibson. Yep. Who's your taxi? This might be where we differ. I have Thatcher Demko. That's my taxi. Okay. That easiest thing we could have picked. Yeah. And now I put a reserve goalie in case one of them do happen to get injured. I have... Oh, we'll jump into the reserve goalies now. I have... I didn't put him on the list because I didn't think about it. But Jonathan Quick. It's got to be thought of just because he's a vet. That's who I put. Because he's been there and done it. Goalies? I don't know if it helps so much in like an Olympic format because it's not a full-time... You know what I'm saying? But he's also been there in that gold medal game. But honestly... After those four, it's not good. No. No. And I'm not saying these guys don't suck because they've played in the league. They, they're they good. Who are they going to get? Who Can you name another American I, I, goalie? I, named, I got four. Yeah. Outside four. of those. I got Jack Campbell from Toronto. Cal Peterson, who's played pretty well for LA this year. Notre Dame guy. Actually got drafted by the Sabres, but he was another guy who didn't want to sign with the Sabres. <laughs> good call. Um, <laughs> I've the kid. That's the kid who's been playing in Dallas. Yeah. Jake Odinger. He's from Dallas. He's playing in Dallas. When Hudobin doesn't play, he's decent. And then I got, I don't know how to fucking say his name. Alexander Nadeviak from Carolina. I have no they're, idea. They're, they're, all those guys are young. Yeah. Young. So, our goalies, our top four are really the same. Yeah. It, High five. Nice. Good job. You can't. I, Hellebuck's the fucking man, dude. He's so good. Yeah. I think Hellebuck is the starter. The the and we're that's not shitting on John Gibson. John Gibson's a stud, but nobody knows it because he plays in fucking Anaheim. Yeah, when Anaheim was good, it was on his back. It was John Gibson, you know, because that team was old. He gets Vesna votes every year still. Yeah, he's no joke. He's the man. So let's work our way back down. So since we did goalie reserve, let's go defense reserve. Okay, go. We'll bounce him off. Okay, Zach Rowanski. That fucking pisses me off. I got Jacob Slavin from Carolina. That's my number two. My number two? Yeah. I on the back end, like for the reserves, I went I went vets. I went Ryan Suter from Minnesota. I didn't go Ryan Suter because I thought he's just he's been on the downfall. That's why Parise never even touched my list either. Oh, hundred percent. My number three is Nate Schmidt. I don't hate that. I didn't have Nate Schmidt, but I don't hate that. Who's your number three? Come on, dude. Yans. Keith Yandel. See Keith Yandel. You gotta give him a look. I think Keith gotcha. Yandel gives a look. I didn't put him on here, but he's out, he was on my mind. Okay. My number four, Noah Hannafin. Don't hate that. Didn't have him on there either, but I like Noah. I, I thought about it, didn't put him on. My number four, because he's had a very fucking good year in Montreal, is Jeff Petrie. Yeah. I and think, he's I a don't big, hate that. big fucking body. Uh, I, I agree wholeheartedly. If somebody gets injured, if, if there's enough injuries to get to the fourth reserve, yeah. I could see Jeff Petrie very much on that list. My number five is Adam Fox. I did take a Ranger defenseman, not Adam Fox. I don't think Adam Fox will see any ice, nor do I think he should. He's but good, though. He's good. He's good to be on enough to be us to be talking about him. Right. My five? Yeah. 
And I kind of think about what you said. If he plays the way he did this year before he got injured, it's tough not to pick him, and that's Jake McCabe. Jake McCabe and Ristolainen together this year were fucking unreal. Yeah. Top five defensive pair in the league when he was healthy. Yeah. Honestly, and that's why I put Jake McCabe on my list as a, as a, as a starter. Mm-hmm. As, as on the roster, because I think... He's a defensive defenseman. Like and that's something every Olympic squad needs. Right. Can we go to forwards? Uh, I have one more. Yeah. And that's Jacob Truba. Because he's good. You got to consider him, but I don't think he's going to make the team. I really don't have many for forward reserves. Cause I like, have a lot. I I think outside of the top guys... You, US, want, me, you want me to go first on? Yeah. First one, I got Brady Kitschoff from Ottawa. Yeah. Who do you got? Uh, Matthew Kachuk from I got I got JT Miller from Vancouver. I didn't even think of JT Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two was Brady Kachuk. I got Max Pacioretty. I yeah I I like the Max Pacioretty look. Um, really after the Kachuks. That's it for you. That's it. Cause like I got Clayton Keller and Connor Garland from Arizona. Yeah, I think I when they're good, they're good. But. Are they, how often are they good right now? Another big body guy, Kevin Hayes. Yeah, Kevin Hayes made my list. I got Pavelski. Pavelski made my wild roster. card. I got Alex Talk. I'd like to see that, but again, unproven in my eyes. Like his Vegas career was great. His Minnesota shows extreme doubts. I mean, he's still pretty good. And you know what? That's why I didn't put the Kachucks. Is their discipline problem, especially Matthews. Yeah, I love Matthews. He, I love him too, but he's good in the NHL. But if he's trying to antagonize people to fight in the Olympics, they're going to toss him out. Right. And that's a liability that Team USA really can't have. I don't know. Maybe maybe he just does it because he knows. Like I don't know. But does he know when to stop? Do you have captains? Yes, I do. Who's your captain? Patrick Kane. Easy Pat Kane. Easy Pat Kane. I think where we're going to differ here is alternate captains. Who's your first alternate? My first alternate is John Carlson. Okay. I got Jackie Boy. Jack Eichel. Okay. And uh, I, Jack Eichel is a third for me. Okay. My third is John Carlson. My second captain, my, my second alternate captain, there's two A's and one C. I have both A's. I have, I have John Carlson and Jack Eichel. Austin Matthews. I had him, but then I thought about it and I gave it to Carlson. I see. I had Eichel, and then I thought about it and gave it to Carlson, which, that. like well, you I said, know, Eichel's a bad captain. Ask ask any unknowledgeable Sabres fan. I don't think that's the case. I don't either. I think it's just because this is such a stacked team, right. and I think it's appropriate to have a defenseman as one of the captains, right? Just somebody to have a voice for that part, particular part of the lineup, right? I think Austin Matthews would serve as a captain to the offense if Patrick Kane doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't stay healthy. And that's where I think it differs, is I think Austin Matthews would be a good captain if Pat Kane isn't healthy, where John Carlson would be a good captain for the defense. Right. No, I agree. I don't hate it. Which, if, God forbid, Pat Kane goes down. Right. John Carlson's getting the C, Austin Matthews getting the A, uh, keeping the A, and Jack Eichel getting the A. I don't hate that. Carlson's been a captain before in World Juniors. So. Yeah, and he knows what it takes to win an international tournament. So does Matthew. So does Jack. Right. But John Carlson also has par- participated in the last Olympics that NHLers were allowed to play in, right? Carlson? Yeah, wasn't he in the 2010? I don't know. It was so long ago. Maybe. No. No, no. It was no, no. no. 
Um, what was it, 2014 then? Was the last? Oh, 2014, they had the fucking scrubs. Wasn't it? No, because 2018, they had the scrubs. Oh, that was a fun year. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, how do you let a, and this is shame on the Olympics for letting Russia participate in anything. Athletes. Athletes from Russia? Athletes from Russia. Fucking joke. Like, cause. Carlson did play on the team, yeah. Yeah, so I think that Carlson would be good as a captain. Just because he's been there. Patrick Kane, obvious first choice. He is Captain America. Um, another forward that actually I left off the uh, roster that just popped in my head that could be a reserve, could sneak his way on the list, TJ Oshie. I thought about him, but I don't know, dude. There's just so much talent in USA Hockey right now. There is, but you can't help but overlook TJ Oshie, which we both did. But we also think he could be reserve number one for the offense. I don't hate that at all. I think uh, he can see himself flying to Beijing. And if somebody goes down, he can slide into that spot. Okay. You know, especially with my fourth line, older players. Yeah, I don't hate it. Call it that line. Yeah. You got coaches? I got coaches. I got one coach. Torts. Torts. My assistants, I got Sullivan from Pittsburgh and Tony Granato from... University of Washington. Yeah, I don't hate that, especially the Tony Granado one, because like you, like you're, especially with yours, your younger crew. Obviously, like we said, Drury's a GM. Don't fucking hate that. I all. love it. I absolutely love it. It'd be hard pressed for me to think they won't try to get Brian Burke involved in the picking of this team. I think Brian Burke's going to be on maybe a director of hockey personnel or something. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I think Brian Burke's going to have his fingers in this into this cookie jar have to you have to he's the man knows hockey mm-hmm. no one knows hockey more than brian burke nope which like listening to his interview on chicklets and on other podcasts hearing him talk about his his time in harvard law yeah really intrigued me because i'm like how do you go from harvard law to hockey gm i get that there's the legal aspect of writing contracts i get that but, like, that's for the team lawyers to do. Right. He's nuts. The guy is talented with hockey. Yeah. Like, a GM has to know that. I can't disagree with that, obviously. Cause... And, like, I get why Pittsburgh got Ron Hextall. Because the guy, that guy knows hockey, too. Mm-hmm. And he's not far removed from the game. He's, what, 20 years removed? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe eight, 15 know. years. Tw- no, eight, 15. It's got to be at least 20. Yeah. Because Philly went through that stage where they just had cluster fucks and goals. Yeah, well, well, Rob Esch was their starter for a while. (laughs) Not shitting on Rob Esch here, but like, you know, I scored on him in a beer league game, for Christ's sake. Mm. But besides the point, Ron Hextel's not far removed. He he was around when when the game started to change to that faster pace. Right, right. You know, and... He he was he knows how these players are and he knows what it's like to be a player. Mm-hmm. So Ron Hextall being in Pittsburgh is no joke, but God Brian Burke, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with him in 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 your organization, and he'll be the first one to admit when he fucks up. Mm-hmm. And that's what I respect about him the most. He'll he's very willing to talk about his bad trades. I respect him because he don't take shit. And like. Like, I bet you if you if you were to interview Peter Shirelli and be like, yo, that Lucic signing in, in Edmonton, what was that? 
he's gonna like shy away from the question. But Fuck Brian, him. but if Brian Burke was like, if he, Brian Burke was asked the same question about a similar scenario, he'd be like, dude, that was my bad. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. Like it, it's just the guy. The guy is made for this team. What do you think we do, Canada, in a couple weeks? I think Canada in a couple weeks. I think that one will be a lot easier. So what do you think next week we bring on the casual? I think uh, next week we can bring on the casual. I might have somebody in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll definitely I'm excited for this guy to come on. We'll see. That's it for us this week. Um, we got one more bit of uh, oh, sad news. And, uh, again, this happens to be this happens to be weekly. On one of our one of our shows, the only one that hasn't been touched is yours. Yeah, because I haven't done it in a couple weeks. <laughs> but still, like you know, the there there hasn't been any significant deaths in MMA. Thank God. But um, today, uh, blues legend Bobby Plager he died in a car crash. He was age seventy eight. Um, no other information about the crash has been released. Um, in his career, he had 141 points and 762 penalty minutes, and his number five was retired by the Blues in 2017. Um, he was around for the Blues for their first years. He was traded to them. Uh, the expansion year made it to the Cup, th- cup Finals his, uh, with the Blues, I believe, the first couple times. Um, but other than that, like, you know, a legend in the organization. Yeah, he was around. He was around the team when uh, they won their first Stanley Cup. So he was, you know, he was proud. He was proud to wear the Blues colors. Proud, proud Blues player. Um, a shame, a shame. Anyone like that it goes that way. Yeah. But um, rest in peace, Bobby. Uh, I think that's it for this week. It is. Um, we'll be on Friday for the happy hour, like always. Yes. I'll be back Monday. From the red corner, we got a big week of UFC fights. Got a lot of shit to talk about. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully by then, Buffalo will be at eighteen. We're really grinding along. Like well, maybe we can hit twenty. Like yeah. Like I said, if if you're listening out there, Buffalo Nation, we're so proud of you. Like everything you've accomplished. Like honestly, like some days I get up, I don't even want to get up in the morning, but I know Sabers are playing that night and they're gonna grind out that loss. <laughs> They're gonna look so good. You are the captain of optimism right now. Like I, I love like I don't know how I haven't been drinking, but I, I've stopped. And it's just like you guys are so great. Like it's just constant pressure on the other team. The other team knows, like, dude, they're in for a dog fight tonight. They're in for a dog fight. And like when you come to play the Sabres, you're in for a tough one. A dog what well, dog? A euthanized one? Yeah, you're in for a tough one. all right guys take care guys take care guys we'll talk to you next week love you